So, welcome back to Heck versus Hell, where the truth we tell. This episode, wherever you're hearing this or you're seeing it, is the second recorded, visually recorded episode for Heck versus Hell. And if you haven't checked out the previous ones, go check them out. And if you haven't checked out the RDDC, go check it out. Because that is where this stems from. Um, Lex does it a lot better than I do. She is the best. You know, she. Um, I'm still learning from her every day. So this is still a connection to that. But it's also a platform for myself to enhance as hosting and to get better to know and talk to you guys, right? And help that connection, build that connection, build the proper manner of hosting, you know, because if you listen to her episodes and compare them to mine, there's no comparison, you know, Lex is in a level of her own. So this is a journey for you and I to continue to understand and grow and get on those levels in which we need to and just continue our growing together, you know, just it's a constant growth. Lex even herself is still growing day to day. And she just, but she's awesome. You know, she's very excelled at what she does. And there's no one better to learn from, from the master. But this is also because very soon you're going to start seeing more interviews on the RDDC, RDDC. That's why I get a little tongue tied because that's how I say it. So you're going to start seeing more interviews on there. So be on the lookout for that. And I'm going to host a couple of them. So we need to, you know, we need to get better at this. You and I at at, uh, my hosting skills. Okay, I need to get better at this. But regardless of fact, let's go into this episode. Be on the lookout. Wherever you're hearing this, wherever you're seeing this, don't forget this is a part of RDDC. So welcome to Heck versus Hell. In this episode, we're going to talk about... Topics that are not really talked about, you know, because there's so many things we just shrug off. And even my father, my dad, he looks at things like, oh, whoa, if you have your beliefs, let people believe what they want to believe. If you were raised in this mannerism, well, you were made in this mannerism, respect it. And if you don't have the same beliefs, well, too bad for you, basically. Pause. So I had to interrupt this episode really quick before you get too far into it, right? I know I'm interrupting myself, but I had to do it. You see, we've been in the works with something really, really special going on. And we may have mentioned it a time or two when it came to the RDDC. And if you didn't hear, what we're doing is a training specifically designed to change your life. Now, this has to do and is based off of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. If you haven't heard of that book or even read it, that's completely fine because that's exactly what we're here to teach you what to do. See, this book has gone and influenced multiple people. It's created very, very successful people, and they even made a whole little branch of Scientology. I think I talk about it in this episode where people talk about becoming their own gods now. That's not something I condone, but that's how powerful the principles are. 
they are so powerful that people even tried making a little cult about it. You know, so we went and we did it the right way to make sure that you can execute because you know we're all about flipping the switch over here, right? So Lex and I came together and we created Flip the Switches Think and Grow Rich Execution Masterclass Training. Woo! So I hope you see this. There was an episode on Sunday. Today is Friday, June 23rd. If you want to find out more about what Think and Grow Rich is, go to realdoubledosechannel.com to go find out more where you will get all the information you need and where you can sign up for our free Think and Grow Rich training. So let me get out of your way. This is a good one. Please listen to this message, the warning, and if you need a link to anything, it will be wherever you're listening to this on or where you're watching it, if you're watching it on YouTube. So check out the description. Make sure you go check out what we have in store for you. And back to the episode. So that's a harsh way of thinking. I understand where it comes from because I had that way of thinking myself at one point in time. But if you look at it like that, let's say, for example, you had a friend. And he was just doing bad. And he believed that drugs were the solution to everything. And you just didn't tell him the truth. You know, you didn't open up to him. And ultimately, it led to his destruction. And many of you hearing this could have a person you know like that. And if you just spoke up a little bit, you know, if you if if they would have heard, you know, and you would have had that discernment and ability to speak well... It could have gone slightly different, but ultimately, people are going to do what they want to do, right? So don't take that blame on yourself. Uh, You're not responsible for people, but you are responsible for making sure your truth is told, right? The truth is told, excuse me. So that's how we should see it, because if we see someone in that going along that route, we're not going to want to encourage them to keep going. You know, I've had friends that have gone into selling certain type of things, you know, paraphernalia, selling hard drugs and started turning more onto a harsher path, which I knew was going to lead nowhere but jail or killed. There's no other outcome. You know, he looked up to certain rappers in the industry that made it doing such and such But I know that there was other things at hand when it came to that. So this topic is just like that. It it all correlates because even when it comes to industries, to what you listen to, to what you watch, there's a lot of things people don't talk about. Like right now, people are being so open in the music industry to wear costumes of the devil, to wear all this and that. And that's not to say, oh, whoa, you can't do that. But they're very openly saying and showing you what they're doing. So now they're giving you that responsibility and saying, well, I told you it was poison. You know, I'm very openly telling you this is bad for you. This is poison. This is from the other side. I'm very openly showing that to you. So now the responsibility is in your hands. You know, and if you look at the Bible, that's exactly how the devil works. You know the consequences to sin. So if you choose to sin, it's on you. He's not responsible for responsible for that. 
You know, and that's exactly how the music industry is. And a lot of people won't talk about that. Well, hopefully this episode doesn't get taken down for opening up about this, but it needs to be said. You know, just like a bunch of things that are being made normal, such as tarot card readings and worshiping crystals or rocks, whatever it may be, uh, all these different types of things, they aren't the best way to go when it comes to truth. Because regardless the fact, the most truest scripture in the Bible that you will ever hear, whether you believe the Bible or not, is we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but the spiritual principles in high places. So what does that mean? That means that whatever we see right now, whatever you're seeing, table, desk, whatever it is, is a fraction of reality. You know, the human eye can only see between such and such light fragments. I can't quote it right now. If you look it up, you'll find it yourself. Our ears can only hear such and such frequencies. And there's so much more on that spectrum of light, which we don't see, and on that spectrum of hearing vibrations that we don't see. See, if you start looking and really diving into the law of attraction... You and, and quantum physics, things like that, you start to understand that everything is always moving. Everything is an energy, right? So even if you say, oh, that table that's sitting right there isn't moving, it's, it's a solid, it's still in movement, it's still vibrating at a certain frequency. It's a lot less than um, gases, a lot less than moving things, but it still vibrates. Everything is vibrations. Everything is frequencies, right? So that's why whenever it comes to the law of attraction, things like that, people say frequencies. You know, people say, oh, you got to operate on this frequency, operate on this frequency. That's a little rundown of what that whole situation is. Uh, we like to call it faith because that's what it is. That's what the law of attraction is based off of. It's faith. Um just just making that clear is <laughs> faith. So when it comes to situations like that, we don't understand. But what they do is they try to teach you people that teach the law of attraction and, and sit things of that nature, you know, trying to become your own God, uh, create your own reality, things like that. It comes from forming your belief system, right? Because our beliefs are the most powerful frequencies. The most powerful magnets are our hearts and our minds. Look it up. Go and see. do your research on quantum physics, whatever it may be. I can't remember exactly who it was. There was this one professor that quoted that, and he said that our the most powerful magnets are our mind and our heart. They're electromagnetic fields. So what we have in our mind, we attract law of attraction, right? What we have in our heart, which is the belief part of it, we attract law of attraction. That's why they named it such. They started going deeper into how and understanding why it works. So everything works on a frequency, okay? So whenever you go and you start looking at things like tarot cards and people don't understand it but they're like oh it's a gift you know it's 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 a natural gift given by god uh we're doing it because it helps people you know some people could have great intentions 
Some people can have really good intentions when it comes to certain things like that. And I've seen people have good intentions when it comes to it. Even when it comes to doing black magic, when it comes to doing voodoo, witchcraft, people have good intentions when it comes to that. But ultimately, it is what it is. You can't change it. For example, murder. Whether someone goes and they want to put someone down out of trying to mercy kill them. Say, for example, if someone's struggling, they're in the hospital and they're on their deathbed. Doctors are saying there's not a chance they're going to get out of this, whatever. If you think, oh, well, it'd be more merciful to pull the plug. Murder is murder regardless. Regardless what the law says, murder is murder. That is the killing of, that is the taking of life of a person, right? So your intentions may be really, really good, but it doesn't change the fact what it is, right? Just like when it comes to black magic, tarot cards, crystals, all that stuff. There's white magic too, where it's supposedly not so crazy as as black magic and none of this is to tell you oh well go do your own research you know figure it out and you know look into it but don't do it now it's just to inform you the things that are at hand because those are tools used by the adversary see the strongest thing we have that we are in control of is our faith our belief system even whenever people are such that do certain types of things like for example my my uh my mother and my father, they grew up Catholic. And my mom, she has a very strong worship when it comes to the Virgin Mary. That's a sin. That's worshiping an idol. That's giving the power to someone outside of God. Giving the glory to someone outside of God. Regardless, no way they cut it. No way they can serve it. It's a idol that's worship that is not God. So, it's a man-made idol. And we Give that power to them. That's what I came to understand a couple years back is we give power to certain forces. So whether we want to go and say, woe is me, everything happens to me. We give power to the world, to life, to give, to do things to us, right? To dictate how our life will turn out. Now, that's not to say, oh, create your reality, Um, but you can choose to be happy. Happiness is a choice, and it comes along with contentment and gratitude. So those are two commands that were given by God to be content and to be grateful. And those are keys to happiness, so you can choose to be happy. That's not going to take problems that you have in life. That's not going to create your reality to where, okay, well, I'm content. I'm happy. My uh, ethics and morals are good. Everything's going to be okay. No, you're still going to have problems. You're still walking on this earth, walking flesh. Every man is a sinner, regardless, big or small sin is sin, right? So whenever you go and you give power to certain things, we all submit to something, even to gravity. You know, you can't go and just decide, you know what? I'm not going to submit to gravity today. I'm just going to float off. I'm just going to (laughs) fly. You know, you're still in submission to things, regardless how you want to see it, regardless if you're atheist or you have a different belief system when it comes to who God is or multiple gods, whatever it may be, you submit to something. 
So submitting the proper way is how you can fix that. So you choose the chains you want to be on. You choose the chains you want to have. Myself, I chose the chains of the one who freed me. I chose to serve and live my life for him, for his glory. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's who I serve. And I claim that proudly. I will never deny Jesus. And I hope I don't. I, you know, I hope I don't. <laughs> you know, situations come, things change. And uh, after all, I am man, but I'm going to try to keep that word uh, to the best of my ability. And I just have really strong faith because I submit to him. So whether or not you want to say, okay, well, there's no proof of God. There's no, there's a lot of proof that's constantly coming up and it's constantly showing it, but I'm not here to say that. I believed before I knew all that proof. I believe seeing it and, and seeing him work in my life. That's how I became to believe. He made me aware of those situations, situations that you cannot explain and leave up to luck or chance. Because luck or chance isn't a thing. Nothing that you have ever gone through happens by coincidence. Everything is always played out. You have the choice on which paths you want to go to, but everything is already structured the way it's supposed to be structured. That's crazy, right? But that's just how it is, you know? And and you can choose to go to a really dark, deep path and you're just constantly pulling and pulling and pulling no matter how hard the Holy Spirit tries to pull you to one direction. Well, that's what you chose. He's going to let you be. That's what you choose. You didn't open the door. Hey, you're responsible for that. As a father, he's going to constantly pull us towards him. Right. So whenever we go, just take it for like this, for example, if you go and you have a significant other. Right. Let's say you have a significant other or a child and you go and you have certain abilities to do things. Let's say they want you to build them a chair or something like that. And you have the time and energy and finances to do all that, whatever. And. They go and they ask somebody else, okay, well, I'm not going to ask you. I'm going to ask somebody else. You know, I'm going to ask this guy that works down the street. I'm going to ask the neighbor. I'm going to ask my friend, whatever it may be. You're going to feel hurt by that. You're going to feel cheated because you know you have the capabilities to do it. You know you have the skills, the proper skills, the proper knowledge to do it. You know, you have the, well, the capabilities really to do it. And they went and searched somewhere else. See, that's how God feels whenever we search for things outside of him and tarot cards and crystals and and all this other stuff, uh, witchcraft, idols, everything else is searching for power outside of him. See, tarot cards, uh, Ouija boards, um, all those type of things, everything under that category is divination. Whenever you do that, you open doors to spirits. Now, it doesn't matter whether you believe that a spirit is good or bad. You don't know. You have no control. You just open a door wide open. It's as if you went and you built a little house, a little house in a really bad neighborhood or a really bad place. And you just left your door open. 
24-7 and you always slept. You are, you cannot go and see who comes in and out. You're asleep. You can't do it. That door is wide open. Anyone can go in and out. It's the same way when it comes to certain things like that. Your spiritual doors are opened for spirits to come in and dwell within you. Now that's true. That may have flown way above y'all's head. But that's why I wanted to work up to understanding that. Once again, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but spiritual principles in high places. There is nothing more true than that. Because everything we see, all the materialistic, all the physical, is just a fraction of reality. We don't see what is real. Your beliefs are your reality. So whether you believe in atheism, whether you believe in the concept of multiple gods, uh, you believe that you are your own God, whatever you believe, that will be your reality. But when it comes to things like that, you don't have beliefs when it comes to certain things. And you can't just say, oh, well, that's not real. You know, that's that's almost shutting it out and closing your mind because you want to be ignorant. That doesn't reframe that from being taking action in your life. That doesn't stop you from closing all those doors. Because once again, this, what we see, what we can tangibly hold, what we can hear is a fraction of reality. So this is just a, a, a little thing to make you aware, to open up your eyes a little more and make you more cautious in what you do. Because even myself, I ended up getting involved a little bit with tarot cards. You know, thankfully, I had God's hand over me and he led me away from that. Same thing with my uncle. My uncle, he went, I'll share a whole testimony about that later. But my uncle, he went and he did a little bit of divination where it came to using some type of Mexican tradition where you get an egg and you put it in alcohol or something and you just do the cross on somebody and then you can read the yolk after pouring, after cracking it and pouring it into the alcohol, you can read the yolk. That's still divination. He didn't know that, right? And I didn't know that either. I was allowing him to do that to me. But whenever it finally, I was going to go do it again, the second time before I got locked up, on my way to go see him, I got locked up. That was no coincidence at all. The, the, the time I spent in jail, while I was in jail, he died. He fell off a house because he works framing, he works construction. He fell off a house and he died. And it was a horrible way to go. He just bled out in my dad's hands, you know, and they were like brothers. It was a, uh, it was horrible, horrible death, but it happened the way it was supposed to happen. He was leading myself and his children and my dad and his wife, all those people that were involved with him. He was leading them astray. He was opening doors for them, right? So whenever you go and you do such and such, you don't just do it and affect yourself. It doesn't just affect you. That's the thing about people is we're so selfish and we're like, oh, well, it's myself. I'm not hurting nobody. You are. You hurt other people. 
Because of that, because of what he practiced, now my cousin, who I don't really communicate with, she does that type of stuff. She's only, what, like 17? She does that type of stuff. She followed in his footsteps. And now, well, she has a lot of bad spirits around her. She doesn't know it. Uh, we can feel it. You know, God gave Lex and I that discernment. We can feel it. We can see certain things like that. Those are gifts of the spirit. And those will be the real things, the real ways of power that God gifts you, grants you, which isn't you, right? You can't say it's you. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do this. God loves to share his glory, but ultimately it's God, right? So we can see what's going on. She can't. Her eyes are still closed. She doesn't understand all these things. She doesn't understand that whenever it comes to reading cards or doing that type of stuff, it's spirits that tell her what it is. Not the Holy Spirit, but spirits. So that's everything. Like I said, that's an open door. It opens a door. Every sin we commit is an open door to inviting in a spirit. And that's why God gave us certain commands. Because there is only one truth, one truth. There's only one reality, one real, real reality. Because if you say, hey, well, my reality is, well, this is my idea of success. Having a lot of money, having a lot of women around me, uh, having so many cars, such and such. In your mind, you have certain belief systems that are in place that say, okay, well, my happiness is fulfilled from the outside and I have to keep obtaining and keep climbing and climbing and climbing so I can continue to be happy. That's not what the truth says. The truth says contentment and gratitude bring happiness, bring joy. So whenever we talk about certain biblical principles, Lex is so much better at this. I'm telling you, she she just finesses it because she has it in her heart. She has a word in her heart, so everything she speaks on is based off of the beliefs that she has already instilled in her. So that's awesome. I'm still getting there. But when it comes to things like that, she she does it so well, you can't even tell she's quoting scripture. Because it's all inspired by God. You know, every almost everything she says is inspired by God. I can't tell you everything. You know, I don't want to make that vouch for God. I don't want to make that vouch for her. Uh, whatever it may be. But whenever she does go into those teaching lessons, oh, man, you should see her go. <laughs> She's not like me over here quoting scriptures and saying all this and that. And it's great. You know, there's nothing wrong with either or. But her style is awesome. Because it's much different whenever you have that hidden in your heart. You know, someone who's going to do certain types of divinations, they have different belief systems too. They believe, okay, well, what I'm doing is helping people. Same thing with murder. Doesn't change the fact for what it is. Oh, well, actually, where I get my intuition is from God. Could be, but it's not the God. Could be a God because you worship him. But that doesn't mean it's the one and only God. So whatever belief systems you have, there is only one truth. Okay. So what we strive to do every single day is bring people to the water. 
help people. We spread these messages out of love, not out of trying to tell you, oh, you're doing wrong, shaking our finger at you like we're so good because regardless, we're sinners. Like I said, we still do bad. We still have our own faults. We're only men, but we do the best of what we can with the information and the capabilities and self-control and everything that God gave us. We always give the glory to God. And it brings joy to us. It brings joy spreading this message. It brings us emotional feelings. You know, I I tried spreading a message with my own dad yesterday and he wasn't listening. You know, it, it was kind of hard because I started trying to do it with everybody. Once I once I came to the truth, once I was born again, I tried doing it with everybody. I tried spreading it to everybody. I was trying to show everybody, you know, what it is. I was so zealous, so on fire for God, and I was awesome. And people don't seem to understand that. You know, people try to say, oh, I'm shoving the religion down their throat. I even had my little brother. You know, he's he's kind of outspoken, uh, a couple years younger than me. I want to say like four, five years younger than me, six years younger. I have no idea. <laughs> I can't tell you all these, but he's younger than me. And he he's he's outspoken. I like that. But he doesn't know, you know, some people will punch you right in the face for saying something wrong. He doesn't know that. I still have to teach him a little things. But he had told me, stop trying to shove your religion down everybody's throat. Because he had that same ideology, as I stated in the in the beginning of the episode, as my dad, to where, hey, believe what you believe. Let other people believe what they want to believe. Same ideology. And ultimately, I went and I almost baited him into another uh, a way of helping him understand because he went <clears throat> and he was trying to show me something. It sounded interesting. You know, we were playing games. We were playing a video game and I was trying to, you know, talk to him a little bit about God. And he said something. He made a, a quote or something. He made a remark. He said something like, ah, oh, you're always trying to talk about God, this and that. And uh, I'm like, okay. I'll I'll got you. I'll give you that one. <laughs> and then he went and I let him talk. And he started telling me about some type of show or episode or something. It sounded interesting, whatever he was trying to tell me. But I acted uninterested. I was like, eh, it doesn't sound that cool. I don't think I'll watch it. This and that. And he was just so excited. He's like, oh, you need to watch. He's like, you don't even know. You haven't even seen it. And I'm like, there you go. Exactly. The same way you're trying to shove this down my throat is out of your excitement and your love for it. It's out of you trying to share something that you think is good, something you want others to feel and experience. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And it shut him up real quick. You know, that was a really good moment. And I'm glad I had that patience to make that point to help him understand and put him in my shoes because he doesn't understand, you know, he's still wet behind the ears. He doesn't understand a lot of things yet. He tries to have his own ideology, tries to be his own man. Ultimately he's very, uh, let's not get into that. So that's what it is. Though. Whenever we talk like this, it's, it's, it's expressing, it's showing love. It's trying to help people, lead people to go, hey, I've tasted the water. I've tasted the bread of life. Come try it. But I can't make you drink it. I can't make you eat it. Like Lex always says, we can lead you to the water, but we can't make you drink it.
So this is more so for the warning. I think that's a good name. That just came out with that. So the warning is what this episode is going to be titled. You're going to see it. You're going to hear it wherever you're going to see it, wherever you're going to hear it. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and uh, it's going to be great. We're going to continue to progress. We're going to continue pumping, pumping out these episodes, excuse me, and just continue doing what we do best, which is spreading truth, spreading love, because love is truth, right? Don't forget that. So wherever it is you're listening to this on, bless you, love, Hope to see you on the next episode and hope you get this message as well as the previous ones and the upcoming ones. If you like it, please like, share, check us out, RDDC, check us out at flipthetheswitch.com, wherever it is you're seeing the sun, we are out there. <laughs> right, so love and I'll see you on the next one.